can't rush your healing Darkness has its teachings Love is never Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope this finds you well um, and in a space where you can rest this weekend. We're not going to join together on Sunday for service, uh, but I do still want to offer some thoughts for reflection and space um, to remember that it's okay to create margin where there isn't hasn't been any and it's okay to take breaks from kind of the normal patterns of life and that includes Sunday service. We want to create a different kind of model um, within our space of church that you know it's not based on how much you do or how many services you come to. Um, It's about doing what's right and what feels good for you wherever that is in your spiritual journey, where you're at with family, where you're at with um, just what's going on in life. So I'm going to just share a few thoughts and reflections um, from a different kind of passage this week, um, space for, again, meditation and thought about what does it mean uh, to restore the root through for you. I'm going to talk from uh, chapter 4 in the Gospel of Mary, and I'll read it for us here. Um, And again, just offer a few questions that you might be able to think about this week. Starting in verse 21. Will matter then be destroyed or not? The Savior said, all nature, all formations, all creatures exist in and with one another. They will be resolved again into their own roots. For the nature of matter is resolved into the roots of its own nature alone. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Peter said to him, since you've explained everything to us, tell us this also. What is the sin of the world? The Savior said, there is no sin, but it is you who make sin when you do the things that are like the nature of adultery, which is called sin. That is why the good came into your midst, to the essence of every nature in order to restore it to its root. Then he continued and said, that is why you become sick and die, for you are deprived of the one who can heal you. He who has a mind to understand, let him understand. Matter gave birth to a passion that has no equal, which proceeded from something contrary to nature. Then there arises a disturbance in its whole body. That is why I say it to you, be of good courage, and if you're discouraged, be encouraged that in the presence of the different forms of nature, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when the Blessed One had said this, he greeted them all, saying, Peace be with you. Receive my peace unto yourselves. Beware that no one lead you astray, saying, Lo here or lo there. 
for the Son of Man is within you. Follow after him. Those who seek him will find him. Go then and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Do not lay down any rules beyond what I appointed you, and do not give a law like the lawgiver lest you be constrained by it. And when he said this, he departed. So it might um, be, feel like a little bit of a break um, from what we've been following in the lectionary to uh, skip into the Gospel of Mary, but as I was reading through this passage this week, it felt like um, a good space to reflect on what does it mean to be restored. Um, I think for myself and for several other folks that I've been in conversation with, it's been really hard to feel connected and grounded in this season. There's been a lot of things going on within our society, within our systems, um, spaces of violence, almost three services in a row. We've had to lift up space um, for lament um, of things that are happening in our world. And there's a point in which it becomes exhausting to be aware of the things that are happening, uh, responding to things in our own lives, and then also trying to find meaning in the midst of all of those things. And so within this text, um, you know, it's, the Gospel of Mary isn't included in the canon, but it is still such an important text. It portrays a whole new kind of understanding of Jesus's life um, and words that is represented here. And it's an interesting space, and I'll give a little bit of background, but it's an interesting space in terms of the fact that I think it offers us a more mystic um, understanding or um, engagement with the personhood of the Christ. And so this is found in uh, the Codex, and these original texts were written in Greek, and they were found somewhere in kind of the, the late 19th, early 20th century, but they weren't rushed to be published. Um, there wasn't a publication of this text until 1955, and there wasn't an English translation until several years later. And... So this kind of information around the Gospel of Mary is a little scattered in that there are several chapters that are missing. Uh, this picks up in chapter 4, so uh, chapters 1 through 3 were missing when it was found, and then there are also several others that are missing as well. Um, this shows Mary as an active disciple. And we don't know exactly which Mary is being described here. Um, the most likely is that this would be from the perspective of Mary Magdalene, uh, that she was known to be one of Jesus' disciples. She is one who's named as staying at the cross um, and is mentioned as one of the women who went to the tomb after Sabbath had ended. Uh, she was also the first witness to Jesus' resurrection. This whole text is a discussion on the nature of matter and sin. We're talking about matter and spirit um, within kind of this text and this conversation. And there's 
a lot of really interesting things to lift up here, but what I want to focus on um, is the space of identifying what our root is and what it means to be restored. Um, so this conversation would have been taking place in some sort of temporal history between Jesus's resurrection and ascension. Uh, so this is kind of uh, Mary Magdalene's version of the upper room appearances that uh, we find in the text in John and Luke. And this is a energy and conversational exchange between Jesus and some of his disciples. Um, it's known in its teaching style as Sobet, um, that it's a spiritual conversation between teacher and students, but it goes just beyond kind of an exchange of information. That uh, This would have been a very deep kind of vulnerable meeting of spirit, heart, and mind, um, and would have been really important for a disciple like Mary to be able to speak in this space. Um, there are a few pieces of this text that I feel like are very important to lift up as we talk about, like, what does it feel to be disconnected from your root? And then to go beyond that, um, how do we find reconnection? There's a, a verse in this text that talks about finding contentment at the level of the heart in the presence of the image of your true nature. This is a space to have some real conversations with yourself of what does it feel like to be disconnected? Do you feel like there's never enough to go around? Are you in a space where you feel terrified of loss of control? Perhaps you're hypervigilant or you feel it in your body as anxiety, dizziness, spaciness, ungrounded. Um, have you been feeling like it's difficult to be your authentic self or disconnected from other people? And that also includes feeling disconnected from nature. Perhaps it's feeling like you're living in survival mode. Um, or feel an inability to trust the earth uh, to support and nourish you or those around you to be able to meet you in that space. Uh, feeling disconnected, um, especially with what roots us, your template of your nature, um, being connected to the presence of this image of the divine that's within you can be very disorienting. And in this process, we have to figure out, like, what do you truly need to feel reconnected? Uh, because everything else beyond our kind of basic needs follows. So we start with the most basic. Are my physical needs being met? Uh, from there, have I found a sense of meaning and belonging? Do I feel safe in the spaces that I'm existing in? Am I finding safety in my body as a home? Do I have alignment between mind, body, and spirit? Everything, every action of ours has a value. And this isn't necessarily judged on a scale of good to bad, but everything has a weight to it. And this is true in things that we do for ourselves and then also how we interact with others. Um, something that I always come back to is that impact is greater than intent. You might intend something to be good or healthy in your life, 
um, but perhaps the impact of it isn't quite the same. And ultimately, that is what we have to deal with. So if you've been experiencing changes in your life that have made you feel disconnected, and that has been the impact, um, again, it's even more important to pay attention to what you feel like you need. Uh, One of uh, the commenters on the Gospel of Mary talks about um, this, this passage and what it lifts up in terms of being called to restore it to its root, to restore yourself to the reality that all nature, all formations, all creatures exist in and with one another, that they'll be resolved again to their own roots, which are all interconnected. When those things are out of line, it is a disconnection of alignment with origin. Uh, For us, we might talk about that as the universal Christ um, or the universal good that connects us all. That this root, um, again, or this template has been uh, kind of removed out of the space that feels comfortable or safe or like ourselves. So then the next step is figuring out what do you need to feel restored at the root? Everything else is potentially out of balance if your root is disconnected or if it's unhealthy. Uh, we see this in, in plant life, right? That if the roots are beginning uh, to become unhealthy or are dying, then there will be changes in the rest of the plant that comes. But when we are connected, when we do feel back in alignment in every way, uh, we're able to trust the divine sense of ourselves, our true nature, that we're able to express that to other people, um, that it feels almost more simple to be authentic to what's inside you. You don't feel like you have to protect and defend constantly, but it's okay to go with the ebb and flow of life. I think at the most basic level, this is finding what it says in this passage of contentment in your own presence of the image of your true nature. Depending on how you understand uh, the intersection between faith and your identity and your experience, this will look different. Um, But ultimately, I think it's about finding how you make meaning. uh, What is most important to you? What do you attach yourself to? And are there things that maybe you need to be letting go of so you can feel more connected? If there are a lot of distractions or you feel like you have pushed yourself so far beyond the limit that you don't even recognize yourself at the end of the day, those are all signs that it's time to draw back, that it's time to look inward, um, that it's time to feel connected to the ground again. Um, We have so many um, posts on our blogs about different ways to connect to the earth, um, different meditative practices that you can incorporate, all of which I think are avenues to finding that peace again of yourself and that it's okay to ask questions. Sometimes I think we end up in a space where we feel shame for feeling disconnected Um, that we have to have all the answers figured out, and that is just not reality. Um, It's okay to be uncomfortable or to be confused, to know that 
we are all in process. Um, but if you find yourself in a similar space that I do in this time, uh, I hope that you can remind yourself that the divine within you is not broken <laughs> if you feel out of alignment. Um, that this is just an opportunity to come back to yourself, to remember why are you here? Just like we were talking about um, this past couple weeks ago. Um, why, why do you continue to be connected to certain communities or to certain beliefs? Uh, what is the thing that roots you? What, who are the people that are in your corner? Um, so just to kind of close with a repetition of this passage, um, I hope that it can be a starting point for a meditation for you this week. I hope that you're able to take space on Sunday for yourself to use it intentionally, uh, to reconnect, to reground, um, to restart if that's what you feel like you need. So from the Gospel of Mary, attachment to matter gives birth to passion because it's drawn from that which is contrary to its higher nature. The result is that confusion and disturbance resonates throughout one's whole being. It's for this reason that I told you to find contentment at the level of the heart. And if you are discouraged, take heart in the presence of the image of your true nature. Those with ears, let them hear this. This is a reminder that you are loved, you are seen, that we hope um, that this can be a space where you do feel grounded, that you have the opportunity, the grace, the self-compassion um, to figure out what it is at your root and what it means to restore that. And that the restoration isn't um, just something that you are trying to get back to, but you are actually allowing change to take place so that it becomes something that feels more like yourself. So in all that, um, we hope that you are doing okay. Again, if you need something, uh, we are still here to support you, whatever that might look like. So as we approach this week, may we love God, embrace beauty, and live life to the fullest. Amen. Right on.